Two guys were sitting at a bar when one asked the other, have you ever worried about identity theft? The friend smiled and responded, of course not. Confused, the other guy asked, how can you be so unconcerned? The friend replied, because I have the only identity where if it were stolen, the person who took it would come back to me and ask for a refund. <laughs> identity. Our current culture is obsessed with this word, identity. Who we are and who others know us to be. Identity. It's important to consider this little word and how we are at rest with our own identity. To do this, we have to take a step back for a second and consider how can we answer the question, who are you? How can we answer this question, who are you? By realizing that our deepest identity comes from God and our relationship with him. All of humanity shares a common identity as creatures. We are all created by God. Before we ever enter into a relationship with another human being or a creature, we are in relationship with God. This relationship with God as his creature is the foundation for all other relationships, and it forms the foundation of our identity. Every individual is in relationship with God in the deepest part of his or her being. And when any human being stops and looks inside himself or herself, he or she can come to recognize that he or she has always been in relationship with God. Man has been discovering God in silence since the beginning of time. Now something unique happens in history with Jesus. In Jesus, God becomes human. Jesus is the God-man, fully God and also like us, humans in all things except sin. This causes a radical shift in our one-on-one -on -one relationship with God. In Jesus, God reveals to us the fullness of his face, the fullness of his name, the fullness of his voice. God becomes radically present, visible, and even tangible. Our one-on-one -on -one encounter with him takes the form of a face-to-face -face encounter and even a heart-to-heart -heart encounter. This encounter changes everything and it defines what it means to be Christian. Our face-to-face, heart-to-heart encounter with Jesus defines what it means to be fully human. It's in this encounter with the risen Jesus that we come to know who we are and understand our identity most fully as Christian men and women. By our baptism, we don't remain the same creature we once were. By our baptism, we become a new creation. We who are baptized are different from everyone else who is unbaptized. By our baptism, we become sons and daughters of God the Father through adoption. We become a new creation. This is the even deeper truth about our identity that is given to those who are baptized. Not only are we God's creatures, we are also his beloved sons and daughters. We've considered briefly how our relationship with God sets the foundation for our identity, but what about all those other relationships in our lives? All our relationships can touch and color our relationship with God and can likewise influence our idea about our identity 
and the identity of who God is. This is particularly true when it comes to our relationships with our parents. If we had or have a difficult relationship with one or both of our parents growing up, we've got some work to do. Every family has dysfunction to a higher or lower degree, and we all have some small or significant way in which our understanding of who God is has been influenced by our relationships with family and especially parents. If we grew up in a home where again and again we experienced an inability to trust our parents, that's going to leave a mark on us and influence how we imagine God to be. We might come to God and others with a great difficulty to trust. Or if we grew up in a home where we constantly heard negative and threatening comments about ourselves or others, that's going to leave a mark on us and influence how we imagine God to be. We might come to God and others with a strong sense of fear. This is where the grace comes in. By entering into our human condition to the point of dying and rising from the dead, Jesus offers redemption in all of these relationships. Likewise, he offers the possibility of this redemption to touch and transform each of our relationships. This is part of what we celebrate today on this feast of the baptism of the Lord. Our identity crisis is over. Jesus goes down into the water. He is baptized in the river. And when he comes up out of the water, the heavens break open, the Holy Spirit comes down upon him, and he hears the sweetest sound any of us could ever hope to hear. What did Jesus hear? He heard the voice of God the Father saying, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. This is the foundation of our identity as baptized Christians. If you are baptized, these are the words that God the Father speaks over you today. You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter, with whom I am well pleased. Our identity crisis ends when our understanding that we are beloved sons and daughters of God the Father begins. This is our deepest identity as beloved sons and daughters of God the Father, called to live a life of fidelity to him and to his word. And as we continue daily to rest in this identity, in this relationship, and experience our redemption as sons and daughters, all our other relationships will begin to develop and be touched by this redemption. This foundational relationship this heart-to-heart -heart relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit will become a wellspring of redemption that can and should flow to every other area of our lives as well. Now, we've been going over all of this on a kind of theoretical level. Uh, we've been talking about it, but we have, have we allowed this to become real for us? Have you allowed this to become real for you? So take a moment now and close your eyes. And follow along with this meditation in the power of the Holy Spirit. Imagine yourself in Jesus' place. Imagine standing in the water of the river and allowing yourself to be baptized by John the Baptist. Imagine coming up out of the water, the heavens opening above you, and the Holy Spirit coming down upon you. Then you hear the voice of God the Father speaking to you, saying, This is my beloved Son, 
This is my beloved daughter, with whom I am well pleased.'" 